0: I'm Justin Dane with a brief look at the latest news in Texas politics and policy from the Texas Tribune. The U.S. Supreme Court will hear arguments on Wednesday in a Mississippi abortion case that has the potential to overturn Roe v. Wade. While the case, Dobbs v. Jackson Women's Health Organization, stems from a challenge to a Mississippi law banning abortion after 15 weeks of pregnancy, the High Court's ruling could have huge impacts for Texas. This Supreme Court hearing comes at a precarious moment for abortion access in Texas, as the state and abortion providers await a ruling from the same court on Texas's most recent efforts to limit abortion. Women have been unable to get abortions in Texas after about six weeks of pregnancy since September 1st, when the controversial abortion ban went into effect. Texas's law, originally known as Senate Bill 8, is unique in that private citizens, not state officials, can enforce it by suing anyone who aids or abets an abortion. Many experts expect the Supreme Court to rule on the Texas case ahead of the hearing of Dobbs v. Jackson, but a decision has not yet been issued. Texas legislators have ensured the state is ready if Roe v. Wade is overturned by the Mississippi case or any future ruling. Last June, Texas joined 11 other states by enacting a measure that would automatically ban abortion if Roe is wholly or partly overturned. After months of missteps and delays, the already sluggish court system handling misdemeanor cases of migrants arrested under Governor Greg Abbott's border security effort has effectively come to a halt after two Kinney County officials tested positive for COVID-19. More than 90 men arrested by the state on trespassing charges had their first court appearance abruptly canceled this week. Nearly 30 of them have been in state prison for up to three months without seeing a judge. A county spokesperson confirmed a county judge and a county court coordinator had both been diagnosed with COVID-19. Defense lawyers said they were told Sunday their clients' hearings this week were canceled, with no insight into when they will be reset. The migrants were arrested after Abbott flooded the rural border county with state police in July, ordering them to jail people suspected of illegally crossing the Texas-Mexico border for state crimes. Almost always, migrants are arrested only for alleged trespassing. With their clients' hearings canceled this week, defense attorneys say they are continuing to push for the men to get out of prison while awaiting a court date. It's been nearly two months since the Texas Board of Pardons and Paroles, in a unanimous decision, recommended that George Floyd be pardoned of his problematic 2004 drug conviction in Houston. Governor Greg Abbott, who has the final say, has been sitting on the recommendation largely without public comment since. Days after the board's recommendation, Abbott told reporters that his office would analyze Floyd's case. The governor has been quiet on the matter ever since. George Floyd, a black man who grew up in Houston, was murdered in May 2020 by a white Minneapolis police officer who knelt on Floyd's neck long after he lost consciousness. In the immediate aftermath, Abbott called Floyd's killing senseless and reprehensible. He promised change and waived at a potential Texas George Floyd Act to prevent police brutality in the state. Throughout the summer of 2020, however, Floyd's murder continued to spur a new wave of protest nationwide against police brutality and racial injustice. And the Houstonian became a symbol of the Black Lives Matter movement. Calls for widespread changes to American policing included efforts to cut police budgets and shift law enforcement responsibility to other government programs. Abbott quickly pivoted to defending law enforcement funding and backing the blue, while going quiet on potential changes to policing practices. The state's George Floyd Act, an omnibus proposal announced by the Texas Legislative Black Caucus, without ties to the governor, failed early in the legislature this year. Narrowly targeted pieces of the larger bill, like restrictions on chokeholds and requirements for officers to provide first aid, ultimately passed with widespread bipartisan support. Check for updates on any of these stories at texastribune.org or follow us on Twitter. We are at Texas Tribune and follow The Brief Podcast for daily news updates on your favorite podcast app. I'm Justin Dane for the Texas Tribune. You've been briefed. Today's brief was brought to you by City of Austin Parks and Recreation. Austin's historic Oakwood Cemetery honors local veterans with a digital exhibit, To Serve. See how Austinites have served from the War of 1812 to today at austintexas.gov.